amazing wonderful people that are listening to me right now are you looking to level up your loot are you looking to make more money i'm tanya tate and this week on milfs making money we have a very special guest on today's show Brittany amber now Brittany is a successful adult performer content creator and social media influencer so she's going to be sharing how she uses reviews to build her fan base and to build her bank. But first, let me, Tanya Tate, tell you all about my week, what I've been up to and, oh no, my three-year-old's accident. So put on the kettle, grab yourself a cuppa or maybe you're a coffee drinker, whatever it is, let's go. So let's start off MILF's Making Money podcast with Tanya Tate. Let's talk about my week and what I've been up to. Oh my goodness, my week is being filled up mainly with my three-year-old son's accident. Oh my goodness, let me tell you all about it. He was rolling around on the bed, playing, you know, like you do, not with me, with his papa. So it's got a little bit of what they call in America, roughhousing in, rolling around, pretend little play fights. He's rolling and rolling on the bed. He rolls more to the side and wax the back of his head on the edge of the table the bed stand that's next to the bed and his head caught the edge it was not a very good experience at all that poor little three-year-old boy poor little as he starts screaming there's all blood I'm like oh my god I come running I see him I give him a hug I've got hold of him now all this blood's coming from the back of his head it's got like a dry cloth try and stop it he won't let you touch it he's screaming he's crying it's heartbreaking a child's just being hurt oh my goodness phone 911 when there's an emergency your fingers are going your adrenaline's racing and you you can't even press 911 properly got through to them and explained what had happened they sent paramedics around firemen they come they checked him out and they said okay it is a gash he's going to need some stitches in america it's slightly different from the uk in the uk if that happened it's seven o'clock at night where are you going to go you have to going to go to emergency at the a and e you're going to go a and e at the hospital you have to go to the emergency room in America, it's, it can be slightly different because you can go to the hospital, but they also have these places called urgent care. Urgent care is great. Gets to urgent care, phones them when I'm on the way just to make sure, by the way, do you accept number one, the insurance? Do Are you able to treat my three-year-old boy? She checked, yes. Got in there, got him sorted, got him in, got him calmed down. And then five staples in his head. 
oh my god, so traumatic. Not just for Ozzy, but for his parents. Have you ever seen your child or seen a child go through like intense pain? It, it, was, it was terrible. I felt so bad for him, that poor little kid. But he was so brave. He was such a brave boy. And then he was able to go. We then got in the car and went to the Asda, aka the Walmart. Papa got out and went and got him some toys. I stayed in the car with him. So our whole week had to get changed around. You know, it affects things because suddenly I've got this little three-year-old boy. He's got these staples in his head. Now, what does that mean? Well, now I've got to ring up the school, find out, well, how are we going to change his school? Because he can't go outside. So we're going to have to put him on restricted hours at school. He goes to my gym. He runs around at my gym. He rolls all around the floor. He bumps his head here, there and everywhere. Well, we can't go to my gym. So that's a load of time out that he's going to be spending at home. Things just got changed. Got to get up earlier. You've got to shorten the school day. More time at home, meaning now I've got to adjust. But you know, life comes at you fast. Things change and you just have to adapt on the fly. You, you never know what's going to happen next. You know, you try and plan things out as much as you can. You know, I've got my work week ahead. This is what I'm going to be doing. But you just can't anticipate anything that's going to happen. You just keep on moving. You've got a business to run and you just have to keep doing it. You find a way. Yes, you do. You find a way to keep going on with your business. And I have also had another part of my business that's been a lot of fun. It's a new challenge for me. So I was approached by Full Moon Features to be their casting director for their upcoming movie called Cassics. Um, so we're working on right now five female roles. Um, so this is really interesting that I'm reaching out to people and connecting with people that I've known before, reaching out to new people, searching online. And it's I love it because it's great. I'm using it as a networking experience as well. So, you know, whenever you're doing something, you never know when you're going to need to be back in touch with that person again or that audience again. And I look back to some of the people that I've been reaching out to and I see that I have been talking to them before about different other things, different opportunities. So I'm like, okay, great. Now this person already knows me, whether it's just through an interaction on social media or whether it's in person or whether they just know me from whichever, which way that it is. It's nice that now I'm going to be getting back in touch with these people again. So I always say, Whenever you're dealing with people, wherever you're talking to people, wherever you're interacting, always treat them as you would want to be treated. And don't forget, one day you might need to come back and talk to them again. So there's been past projects that I've done and I've reached out to people and I've had a variety of different responses. Most people are really kind, but some people can be really mean. And you realize that, you know, people that are mean, do you want to do business with someone that's mean or someone that's snotty? It's difficult sometimes you're getting things coming at you from all angles, especially for, for me and my line. And, you know, businesses in general, there's always someone that wants to sell you something and coming at you. And, you know, there's a polite way to say no, thank you. Just keep that in mind. And if they don't take the polite way of saying no, thank you, then you don't... <laughs> You don't necessarily need them to keep on and on and on at you. But at the same time, you know, my motto is just treat people as you want to be treated. 
keep an open mind. You never know when you're going to need them again or whether you're going to interact or do business with them again in the future. And a positive interaction leaves a nice lasting effect with somebody. And you know, you never know in the future is that positive interaction going to turn into something that could help build your bank. That is what you want to do is help build your bank, build your loot. And as I'm sitting here doing this podcast, my mind is all over the place. And sometimes you just want to focus on one thing at a time. And I've got so much to tell you that I just want to get it all out at once. And I'm like, no, pace yourself. Pace yourself when you're telling people things. So it was a rough week with poor Ozzy and his head and making changes. But I did have some friends that were going to be coming into town and they sent me a text and it was like, hey, you know, what's up? What's going to be going on on this particular day? And I said, well, you know, I could be free in the afternoon. So lo and behold, the day before my friends landed in town, I got to text, do you want to come and meet up tomorrow? Who are my friends? Diamond Dallas Page from DDP Yoga and his amazing, beautiful girlfriend, Paige McMahon. Now you're like, okay, I've heard of them, DDP Yoga. He is an amazing, amazing guy. Now, he knew about me um, because, you know, I've been doing his DDP Yoga. I think it's amazing what he has. He has his own yoga app. DDP yoga you anyone can sign up to it and you can do exercises at home now DDP knew that I had had some health issues and I was building my fitness back up and he was like you know what T he said we're going to come into town and if you want to have a lesson a DDP yoga lesson he said I'd love to do it and I was like great so happy and the opportunity came up and I was like, great, I'm going to do it. I went over to meet up with him and his, his beautiful girlfriend, Paige, and they give me a socially distanced DDP yoga session. And it's great. If, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go and look it up online. He took a lot of things into account with, you know, the, the health issues that I've been having with the muscle fatigue and the immune issue. But you know what? It felt amazing. And we sat down afterwards just to sit down and have a chat because they're just such lovely people. And I have to say, you know, from going from a week when it was a tough week, I'm just going to briefly mention it was a tough week. It was also the anniversary of the death of my 21-year-old brother. It was the first anniversary of the death of my 21-year-old brother, Davin. And it was a whole week of reminiscing in your mind of this time last year this happened and this time last year and this time last year I was walking into the hospital and this time last year we were they were doing the tests to to make to make sure if the brain any of the brain was still alive this time last year they were turning the life support machine off and I was holding his hand and everything just goes through your head and plus on top Ozzy's injury to his head and it was just everything was just like a lot And when DDP texted me and he's like, come over, we're going to do some DDP yoga. And I was like, you know what, great, just take my mind off it. But little did I know when I got there and after doing the DDP yoga, as well as an amazing experience, exhilarating, stretching, powerful feeling that I had from doing the yoga. Now I'm sitting down with this amazing couple and to just sit there and hear them talk about you know, the health issues that they've had, they didn't go on about it. It was briefly mentioned. You know, Paige was in a car crash when she was a teenager and she broke her back. 
she recovered. She was up a tree with a chainsaw. My goodness. She fell like 15 feet and she broke it back again. DDP has had a lot of issues, you know, his wrestling career. And it's going from different issues that you've had, persevering, and then now you're coming out the other side and don't let it stop what you want to do. And it just felt like I just needed that day to hear those words. There's no such word as can't. And I was saying, oh, you know, I've got two really fit people standing there telling me, like, do this and do that. You know, this is the program and spotting me and, you know, helping me with positioning, you know, telling me, you know, lift here and tighten there and to, to get in the position and really spot on for me and for me to go, oh, I'm not really that flexible. Oh, I've not really got my strength back. But what I should have been saying is, you know what? Look, I've come a long way. I've come a long way from last year. Look, I can move my leg this way and I can do this. And I'm not sitting down in the chair doing the chair exercises. I'm doing the standing up exercises now. And look, my strength's coming back. And just visualize, thinking about where my body's going to be. They just reminded me, you know, you can get to where you want to be. Just visualize it. Think about it. Persistence get there, you know that you can do it. And they both inspired me, how they both overcome the injury and their healthy lives that they lead. They are just amazing people. And waiting to find a time to sit down and, and re-watch his movie, Relentless. It, it's a great movie if you've not watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. How his wrestling career, he tells you about how his wrestling career moved into helping others achieve their true potential. So I'm going to touch on that another time because that in itself should be a podcast alone. And I've also got his book on order, Positively Unstoppable, The Art of Owning. So it tells, he writes about how shifting your attitude can transform your life. And I loved that. And we sat down and he went to me, he went, you know what? He said, you're the porn star of positivity, the positive porn star. And I thought, you know what? I've done poor movies, I'm a mum, I'm a whole lot of everything and to be able to be like, you know what, within our industry there are a lot of different kinds of people but I would love to be seen as that person that's got all that positivity going on. You know, if you want to have a good day, what are you going to do? Listen to a little bit of Tanya Tate and it doesn't have to be in the adult movies that are back on, you know, online somewhere. It's here and it's now and it's in the future and it's what's coming up. But you know what? It is true how shifting your attitude can help transform your life. And I hope between us on our journey on Tanya Tate's Milf's Making Money podcast that I am helping I, I do want to reach out and tell you there's always something better. And that past week that I just had, and then going to meet up with these two amazing people, DDP Yoga and Paige McMahon, just having them there, it was kind of like a big bright light was there. And it was telling me, you know, it is, it's going to get better. You're going to feel great. And you know, this week I, I've been doing more of my DDP yoga and I felt so much stronger and so much more positive and a lot of that I'm going to put it down to is my mind putting my mind to it doing that DDP yoga knowing my body is strong and flexible and you know what 
My body told me I was right, what I was thinking. I was strong. I was flexible. I feel amazing this week. And I hope that I can make you feel amazing every single week, every single day, whenever you get to have some of Tanya Tate. And this is Tanya Tate's MILFs Making Money. But don't go away anywhere. Coming up next, we have Brittany Amber talking about reviews. She's going to be sharing her story. So maybe you can emulate some of the things, some of the tools about what Brittany Amber is doing and make reviews part of your business plan. This is Tanya Tate and you are listening to MILFs Making Money. And today we have a guest. We have Brittany Amber with us. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank Hi, you so Brittany. much for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you for coming on and sharing all your tips and advice with all our listeners. Mm-hmm. Brittany is a successful adult performer, content creator, and social media influencer. She has received several awards and nominations for her work and continues to build a thriving brand. Brittany has found a lot of success by tapping into social media marketing, and she is consistently creating new content for multiple platforms. One aspect of the many ways she's building her brand awareness is with reviews. So hi, Brittany. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time out to come and talk to me on the MILFs Making Money podcast. Of course, I'd love to. Thank you so much. So Brittany, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and about how long that you've been a performer? I've been a performer now over 13 years. And how, how did you get into being a, you know, how did you get the start in your career? Well, I started at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, which is a legal brothel in northern Nevada. And I was there for a few years, but that's when I had met someone that was in the adult movie side of the industry. And that's when I had crossed over and started doing more movies. And then it was more recently, about the last year and a half, that I had started creating my own content. Wonderful. So you've done a lot of movies for a lot of the production companies, like the, the, yes. the main adult <laughs> And you've also done some mainstream movies as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I have done a couple in the past couple of years. And there's talks of a sequel to one of the movies that I did, Girls, Guns and Blood. So there might be a sequel in the works this year around October. So I'm very excited about that. And then also a movie that just came out, a thriller, an indie thriller called The Arrangement. So I'm so excited that that is finally out as well. So yes, hopefully I've got more of that in my sleeve, but I haven't really ever pursued mainstream work. It's just these projects happen to find me. So I don't know, hopefully in the future, I'll have time to actually really pursue it. No, that that's great. And that's just an example of you being there, being as a performer. And like you say, they found you. It's about mm-hmm. opportunities and people finding you to, to branch out into different ways and different parts of your career and different successes that you're going to have, you know, on your belt. Yeah. So you did a, a lot of work for the production companies. But tell me, Brittany, at what point did you start to create your own content? It was around October 2019, and that's when I met my partner. And when I met him at the time, I wasn't really focused on doing my own productions. It wasn't really in the forefront of my mind. I really don't know why I didn't really dive into it because, like, in general, the past few years, 
it's became a lot more popular that girls do their own content, especially now that OnlyFans is so popular. And mm-hmm. I was just so busy driving around, burning all my energy, working for all these other companies that I didn't have enough time or enough energy <laughs> left in my body to do my own stuff. So, you know, it was a, it was a, hard, a scary transition just because, you know, I was just so used to making money the way I did for such a long time. And it was, I don't know. It was just like, I didn't know what to expect doing yeah. my own content or how to make it or anything like that, or how much I was going to make or how long it would really take to get those gears in motion to actually make money to, you know, pay all my bills and some, you know? Yeah. So it did take, I would say about three to four months until things like really started popping off. I remember the first month in October, I made maybe like somewhere between like 30 and $40. And then the next month I made, it was in the hundreds, like a few hundred dollars. I remember, yeah. or maybe it was like almost 700. I remember between November and December is like somewhere around 700. And then like, finally it was like this, the beginning of 2020, I really started, you know, bringing in, you know, thousands of dollars. I was able to, support myself on that and not work for other companies so I you know I was really lucky that that happened literally right before the pandemic I just uh, had some kind of amazing foresight there that I had all that stuff in the works right before that is great that you was able you you were kind of set up because you know once the pandemic set in we've all had to be working from home we're not really able to go out and about and do all the things that we were doing. So that's, that's amazing that you had that set up. So you say that you started creating content. So what are the different platforms mm-hmm. that you um, started using to create the content? So at first, and the numbers that I were giving were specifically on Pornhub. So when I first started doing my content, that's where I was focusing at. I wasn't really planning on doing an OnlyFans, but I did start it soon after creating my Pornhub and Model Hub account, just because it kind of works in tandem, you know, mm-hmm. and here's the thing too. I mean, I don't know if any, if, you know, whoever's listening had pay, been paying attention to drama in the porn world but Pornhub is in a lot of heat right now and if I would have put all my baskets in or all my all my baskets all oh, the yeah. eggs into that one basket into that Pornhub basket then I would have been screwed right now you know so I'm really happy that I diversified and that was the thing too so when I started Pornhub you know I really was focusing heavy there and that's where my main money maker was yeah. and then I started um my many vids and I started my only fans you know and started doing content on you know on all, all those different platforms and then spreading my content out amongst those and then there was a few other ones too there was this other one underpass I don't think that they're a company anymore I think that they went under unfortunately but there's you know a bunch of other little ones like that too that you know they don't pay in the thousands like the other ones there's not that kind of turnout but still like it's still something you know and after I would say maybe like six months on Pornhub that's when I really started you know, shifting heavily into putting all my attention into OnlyFans. And then I was still doing pretty good on Pornhub. But, you know, it it is, you know, where you generally put your main attention where it goes to. But I'm really happy I started building that up when I did because it was around December, I believe, when Pornhub took this big L and they're still not back up and running it. You still can't take credit card payments on there. So you can still get paid with free views. And 
fortunately, I got a video featured that's been doing great. It's like up to 5 million views now. And oh, wow. it's actually paid me, you know, a few thousand dollars just that one video, you know, from, oh, okay. Because I thought for a minute Pornhub was dead. I'm like, oh, no, you know. It was such a big platform for it to die, I think. You know, and, I, and you would yeah. think, too, such a big platform like that would have safeguards that... It, it, I just don't see it going away. So hopefully it comes back. But I was so surprised that that happened. So that so it's still in in the running, you know, in my top money makers for sure. So just for people that are listening, um, Pornhub um, was making, you, you know, you can go and you put your content on. And there's different ways that you can monetize on there. But the credit card mm-hmm. companies, Visa and MasterCard, they decided to kind of do a big turnaround and given their facilities to Pornhub. So they're, they're mm-hmm. still working through everything. They basically pulled the plug. That's basically yeah, yeah. what happened. And so Pornhub are working to try and get the payment systems back up and running. But there's a lot of hoops that they've, they've got to jump through. So so yeah. in terms of for you, at least you you do, it, it's that one thing, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You've got to look mm-hmm. for other places. And that's great that mm-hmm. you've been looking at other platforms as well. So it, it, as well as, you know, doing, so you've got your, your, your generating your revenue through your social media, premium content platforms. And then from there on, I know that you have your YouTube channel and on your YouTube channel and also as well on, you know, your Pornhub and your OnlyFans as well. I, I, you know, I noticed that you started getting, you know, a a diverse cross-section of content and you started doing the reviews. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, the reviews and, you know, how you started kind of building them into your content oh yeah so how i started though was Pornhub. i was doing you know the x-rated version of my review over there and that, that was uh, in the genesis of my reviews that's all it uh, was was just you know the x-rated version on my Pornhub, and it would be a free video to help promote the toy because at first Companies were just sending me toys, which I was very grateful for, but they weren't paying me for the reviews because at the beginning I had to build, you know, a video catalog to Mm -hmm. show, you know, this is something that I'm doing and that's worth paying for and whatnot and that it gets views. But actually, even before I was getting sent stuff, I had bought a few toys and did some reviews. And then that's how I was able to send those videos out to companies to get them to send me toys. And then from there, when I really started building videos, then companies started paying me for doing the reviews. And then when that happened and my YouTube started getting more popular, then I was doing an unboxing and like first reaction to the toy. And then I would go and do an, the X-rated version for my Pornhub to upload on there for free. So then hitting all these different marks, the same toy. And on top of that, you know, normally with YouTube, you have any kind of, you know, sex toys or anything like that. It's marked as an adult video and you don't get paid any advertiser money from that. And generally I don't get really paid from YouTube, you know, it just yeah. with their, yeah, this is the advertising thing. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you have a YouTube channel, so you don't ever expect to get money from that, but I have been, they now do pay me for the YouTube review as well. So that's paying for itself over there on YouTube, you know, so, much more than I'm getting paid from the advertiser views. So this is great. So, so you got your Pornhub channel up and then you decided, you know, you were going to buy some toys and you um, would buy them. 
you would unbox them, you would review them. And it, that's, that's kind of mm. clever that you're giving away, you know, hey, this is me and this is my toy and this is what I'm going to be using soon. So that was like the free part that you were giving away on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. And of course, the actual video of you using that product mm-hmm. is them hidden behind the paywall. So it's, it's you're mm-hmm. giving them an enticement to, to, you know, to go on. And, and if you want to see me using it, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. The, so you're well, kind of like leading and teasing them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, well, actually, the way that I do it when companies paying me for the review, though, is I have actually just generally always done it is put it for free on my Pornhub because the companies normally want it for free because they're, they're trying to get more people to watch yes. it. Yeah, they want me to advertise it for them. So um, I'll do it that way. And then also I noticed, too, because the way that you really make money on free views on Pornhub is when a feature video gets featured. So I mean, normally those videos don't really get featured, but what I did notice though was on Pornhub, I did reviews of Pornhub toys and those videos they featured. All right. So, so that's kind of like a trick to look out for. So, so you're doing you So at the start you were doing the videos for yourself, buying the toy mm-hmm. yourself. Then once you start to get in your catalog, other companies were, were starting to, to see, you know, that you had this catalog and you were also reaching out to the companies. Therefore mm-hmm. they started sending you the toys and also giving you payment to review the toys. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it, I guess it's then trying to find a way how to get that, you know, that video rating. So as you say, on Pornhub doing, hey, I'm reviewing Pornhub toys, straight away Pornhub are like, oh yeah, we're going to feature this video. And so mm-hmm. so, so for the, the videos that you were using that we, where you were reviewing the Pornhub toys, because they're featuring, you're going to get a whole lot more incentivized the clicks you're getting pay pay clicks on the free views and definitely that's what's important right now because that's the only way you can make money on Pornhub and indefinitely who knows you know when it's going to come back so really hoping it'll be soon and I was thinking when this even first happened back in December that I was like oh it'll probably only be a few days a week two weeks tops but we're we're deep into February almost March and still still no end in sight yeah, but but that's good that you've looked at other places as well. So let's touch back onto the YouTube. So you know, it you are reviewing different things on YouTube, and we, you know, you mentioned that sex toys they have to be marked as adult, so they don't allow you to put the ads. I've I've done like I I think I opened a. a a gift box. I'm with. I have a product that's through Kiru as well, um, mm-hmm. as well as a flashlight product. Um, and they um, sent me a gift box, like a Christmas gift box, but it was Kiru on it. And I thought mm-hmm. I, I wanted to open it, and I knew it wasn't going to be anything like adult. But the name Kiru, so I decided to just mark it as adult only. And you can't click the button. You can't put the you know the monetization on it. So I totally get that. Can't you know do it with the with the toys. But what about talk about some of the other um, reviews that you do on there on your YouTube and you know you have unboxing you I see cooking mm-hmm. you've got vle- vlogging you've got Q&A mm-hmm. so you know talk to me how does you know all of the different reviews compare you know the audience's reaction compared to unboxing can you talk a little bit about you know that for us yeah well it's really evolved over the years you know I just trying to find my groove what gets me the most views specifically me you know because that's what I've noticed you know with a lot of people it it is a journey of you know a few of years trying to like figure out 
how to get the most views on YouTube and really getting recognized by the algorithm. And the best way to get noticed by the, in the algorithm quicker is uploading videos like as much as possible, multiple times a week, if you can, you know, and at the beginning, I wasn't uploading videos that much. I was doing like as much as I could, but see at the same time, I was still busy shooting for all these other companies and didn't have enough of my own time to do literally anything ever. So I was doing, you know, sometimes it'd be like two videos a month or one video a month or, you know, so it was always kind of like that. It never really grew very quickly up until last year when I started being very consistent. And when it, you're uploading at least one video a week, if not more, then that's when you'll start seeing your videos getting recommended to other people off of just the most random videos. Because some people would uh, comment in my videos things along the lines of like, oh, I was watching like, the lawnmower video and it brought me here. You know, what the hell? Good <laughs> job, YouTube. Bring <laughs> them to me. But that's what you gotta do. You have to be very consistent. That is the key. Specifically with YouTube. Yes. But um what I had noticed too without throughout the year, what happened to be my most popular videos are my try-on hauls. And I've had quite a few lingerie companies also send me free lingerie and pay me for reviews for YouTube as well. Those videos get in the millions of views. So wow. I mean, yeah, I was very surprised too. I mean, when I started doing the the uh, train hauls, I would start, you know, like getting like hundred thousand views, two hundred, three hundred, just going. I'm like, oh my god, you know what? this is okay. You know, now we found the magic genre for me. This is <laughs> this is where my uh, my sweet spot is. So I try to do I try to do um, those often you know what I mean to keep my fan base interested over there and then also on top of that I do stuff that also I just like to do anyway because well like back to the try on hauls for a minute for some reason I think it's just because you know I have like big boobs or you know but like a womanly body or whatever you wear lingerie automatically your videos get limited monetization yeah so and so it's basically just as bad as having no ads. You know what I mean? You, you get paid literally like a few bucks, if not like 10, 20, depending on, you know, if it gets in the millions, then you might get like $20 for the, you know what I mean? It's, it really sucks. You know, luckily, like I said, I have people, you know, paying me for the ads. So, but, but yeah, that really sucks though, that, that it's always just limited. But anyways, back to what I was saying though. So I do try to offset that with trying to upload stuff that's more, you know, with me like clothes, like Pokemon stuff and everything. And even sometimes if I have cleavage, they will limit my ads just from that. It is so crazy, you know, so you have to be so careful, but I try to do some stuff like that. And then obviously, you know, those videos don't get very many views, but they'll get around like 10 to 15, 20 around there, but not nearly the amount of views that the try on hauls get. Yeah. So the try on holds, you're going to get like, like you say, that's great that you get millions of views on that, but you're also like not making any money because of course <laughs> YouTube do not allow ads and they're going to like demonetize that video. And mm -hmm. um, I hear you in terms of the cleavage, you know, I do videos on YouTube where I'm there eating my breakfast. And, you know, there are times when you, I do a lot of lives, most of mine are lives videos on YouTube. And so I'll put like a video, a picture of a holding page, you know, to say, you know, it's going to start in an hour and suddenly that picture will disappear. And I'm like, oh, is the picture gone? It's like, it's, it's gone. You, you know, you've broken the rules. And I'm like, well, I haven't broken the rules. What, it's showing some cleavage. 
and I yeah. so I'll, I'll, I've done it before where I've like you know asked them to review it and appealed against it and they've allowed the appeal and then it disappears again and I'm like so I just give up for me on YouTube with any kind of cleavage it's like you know but if I've got a bikini on maybe it's okay I don't they just don't like anything that's like any kind of sexual you know um, yeah so but I wouldn't even think though like just just basic cleavage in a top like that yes. is way too much for them you know it you won't get no ads even with the pokemon videos it can be the most g-rated thing but i know you got to be so careful so it's a case of finding the things that you like getting into your groove finding that thing seeing what gets you hits and also be careful of playing along their very conservative rules you know, mm-hmm. um, for mm-hmm. me and a lot of, you know, you as my friend and other people, you know, within our industry, it, it's it's a, yeah. it's a difficult time for us to be putting ourselves on different places. But mm-hmm. we just have to kind of toe the line to make sure that we are given some kind of space, you know, because let's face it, mm-hmm. some some kind of space is better than no space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. So, so the other benefits then as well that you're getting, that's great that now you are also getting paid. So if you're not going to be getting paid from, you know, YouTube because the limit on the ads are not allowing you to put the ads on, yet there's other companies that are wanting to pay you. It's like a sponsored video. So mm-hmm. in, you know, you're seen as more of like, you know, an expert on sex toys. You're seen as like <laughs> somebody that's, it, it, she, she laughs, but Brittany Amber, is it, it, I, I'm going to say that you are yeah. a sex expert on sex toys. Yes. You've reviewed. Use many of them, you know, and the clothes, the lingerie, there's, you know, the certain things, the companies, you are going to be very appealing to certain companies and it's finding your niche and finding the way. And by doing the reviews and putting them out there, the companies are finding you, you are finding them and, you know, you're making a financial benefit from doing the reviews, even though YouTube, you put them on YouTube, YouTube aren't paying you anything. What's 10 or $20 on on a video that's getting millions of hits? nothing but that you know that's great that's one of the many benefits that you're getting from doing these type of you know reviewing reviewing your content are you finding as well Brittany you know by being on YouTube brand awareness of Brittany Amber and you know engaging and connecting with new fans are you finding that's really helping a lot oh yeah for sure I mean (laughs) it's funny too because now it's came to a point where people don't even they'll notice me from YouTube. They'll put on my comment section like, oh, "Did you know she's on Pornhub?" Like, <laughs> like yeah. okay, you have no idea. Like this has been my career for thirteen years, but people they'll just find me on YouTube and be like, "Oh, what? She's on Pornhub? Whoa!" You know, so <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, oh, that's great because it's like she's on Pornhub. They're, they're Googling it, you know, they're going on to that side, you know, and I'm sure some of them have probably also said OnlyFans as well. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I've got a lot of people that came over from there, too, that will be specifically like, oh, I've seen you on YouTube, I had to come over and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's love great. it. <laughs> that's great. Because then you're directing the traffic inadvertently by putting the reviews out there and the fans, the people, the clients, the people that are going to spend money on your brand and help you build up your brand more are then finding you in the places where they are then either by clicking, you know, on, on Pornhub, by clicking on the videos, you're getting more hits. So you're getting, you know, an ad revenue or in terms of joining up your OnlyFans and going inside your OnlyFans and, you know, 
spending more money inside the OnlyFans for specific content that they're mm-hmm. wanting to be looking for, whether it's custom content or pre-made content that they're going to be spending their money on you. So, you know, that is great that you've used reviews to move people over to spend more mm-hmm. money and to get mm-hmm. to know you a lot more. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Brittany, I'm going to ask you then. Brittany Amber, can you give us and all the listeners out there one solid tip or piece of advice, you know, to anyone that's looking to add this to their arsenal of content creation? I think, like I said, the most important thing is consistency and also diversifying, you know, putting the content everywhere, using it as much as you can. You know what I mean? Like how I was saying I can use the same toy and make a few different videos, or I can take that same video and put it on many different platforms. So there's so many ways to diversify the content or even how you use the toy. That's great. So the bit of advice is consistency and diversify. Be consistent (laughs) in the content that you're putting up. You know, people are going to be expecting to see it. And then diversifying, you know, maybe you're going to have a few different edits of that certain video and you're going to be putting it on different platforms. You know, you've got Mm -hmm. your Instagram, your Pornhub, your YouTube, all those different platforms, put it on and get it out there and get. Well, that's another thing too. I just, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I want to throw that out there. Another thing that I've been doing too, even with the toys and stuff, I'll just, you know, I'll go um, on Instagram live and I'll just talk about things like different toys that I just reviewed or open the Pokemon cards, but it's a way that I can just sit there and talk to people and then get them to do stuff directly or talk about live shows that are coming up and things like that. But I've also found too, that that's a good way to, to push people where I want them to go through my Instagram live when I'm there like talking to people. Yeah. And Instagram live is a great tool because, you know, you've got all your followers already, you know, and and I'm going to briefly mention it. You did lose your Instagram, but I'm so excited that you started a new Instagram and you immediately are building up all your, all your followers are coming back again, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is a great tool because it's your specific fans. And as soon as you go live, they're they're jumping in, they're joining you. They can Mm -hmm. go and see your Instagram live. You can tell them all about the new products, the new content, the new places where they can go and look and you can have you know a, a discussion with the fans there and at the same time redirecting them and of mm-hmm. course instagram live it can then stay on your page as well so you've got more content talking mm-hmm. about your exactly. other content <laughs> yeah that's what i was saying creating so much content with the one toy you know with that or using that same content in different ways so it's like two different umbrellas i don't know yeah there's just so much you can do and it's all always just exploding with ideas you know it's there's always just so much such a really a great time for performers now there's so many outlets there's so many platforms so many things that you can do you just have to find the one that works for you and Brittany, you are doing absolutely amazing and i'm so appreciative of you coming on and talking to me here so everyone's going to be sitting there like listening where can we find it where can we find it Brittany? tell everybody where they can see your reviews and follow you online of course first and foremost my only fans website is only or brittanyamber.com it takes you to the exact same place and i do live shows at least once a week usually saturdays 5 p.m pacific time um i also my of course my youtube which is Brittany Amber is my channel name, but the URL link is youtube.com slash user slash Scorpio with the H-O-N. 
And also my new Instagram, which you just men- mentioned, which is only Brittany Amber, only B-R-I-T-N-E-Y-A-M-B-E-R. And then my Twitter is Brittany underscore Amber. And then I'm also on Cameo too. I'm like, I'm a big hit over there. Brittany Amber, just search me over there, but I'm not available on the app, only on the web. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Brittany Amber, thank you for coming on the MILFs Making Money podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. So that's a wrap from me, Tanya Tate here on MILFs Making Money. I love giving you the tools, the experience, the words, the insights of what I'm doing to make money. But maybe you have a question or you want to ask a tip that you want me to discuss. Use the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can tweet me at TanyaTate or post on my latest Instagram post at TanyaTate or leave a comment on my YouTube, youtube.com slash TanyaTateTube. Maybe there is a guest that you want me to have here on the show. Just let me know who it is and what you'd like me to talk about with them. Maybe we can get them on for a future show. That would be amazing. Just knowing that I've been met up with Diamond Dallas Page and Paige McMahon. Maybe I could ask either or both of them to come on a future podcast. <laughs> you never know. Here's the thing. Put it out there. Who do you want? Put it out there in the universe what you want to happen. I've just put that out there in the universe and I promise you one day, either or, Paige McMahon and Diamond Dallas Page will be here on MILF's Making Money podcast. Ask for it and it will be given. Thank you, my friends. Yes, if you do want more of me, of course you want more of me, then you can go to my site, texttanyatate.com. That is texttanyatate.com. On there, you can find out all the places where you can get to talk to me more one-on-one. You know, I like to talk to you anytime and every time I can. Bring that positivity and that love into your life. This is Tanya Tate. I hope you have an amazingly powerful, positive week. You have been listening to MILF's Making Money. Now go out there and build your bank. (laughs) 